Miller Lite, the official beer partner of your Philadelphia Phillies, is proud to serve as presenting sponsor of WIP's High Hopes Pod. So whether you're listening to the game, catching up on the latest High Hopes Pod, or at the ballpark, remember it tastes like Miller time, Phillies fans. Celebrate responsibly. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the High Hopes Podcast. I hope. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. I was expecting something to happen today just because we were recording and nothing yeah. did. Well, kind of messed Clintac- up. Clintac knows that our uh, recording schedule is usually Thursdays. So, um, it's true. So, like, I mean, it's not really his fault. He didn't know about the late change. It's a good point. To Wednesday. It's a good so point. He was all preparing for the Dellen Patanzas. Really the Dellen Patanzas signing tomorrow. Yes. Well, all right. Let's, let's, how you doing, by the way? You good? I'm good. I'm tired. It's I Cowboys week. I can see it. Your eyes, like, you did, just did that thing where you, like, shut them really hard. Then open them. I was like, you're, you're tired right now. I'm you, always tired. Yeah, I know. But, like, it's perpetually tired. It's Cowboys week. It is Cowboys week. Um, apparently, there's a football team still. <laughs> 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 we haven't fully moved on to the uh, Phillies offseason, which is disappointing. Yeah. Um, We're ready for it. <laughs> it's go time. It's way less. It, it's maddening in and of itself, and it's less maddening than this Eagles team. Yeah. So. Well, and yes. Cowboys. You know, it just it's just a different level of radio during Cowboys Week. Yes. You got to be on top of like everything. Yes, it's not your typical week. So it's been a whirlwind, a whirlwind week. For Is us. it easier for you not having to focus on your WIP fantasy team because I beat you in the semifinals, so you don't have to worry about that this well, week? I never cared. <laughs> you care a little bit. I didn't care a little bit. Oh, listen, I, I literally swept, slept walked to the playoffs. <laughs> I didn't make one. I, didn't, I literally didn't pick up one player besides like guys on buys. <laughs> like I didn't try to make any moves, and I still slept walked to the second uh-huh. round. That's because I'm a good drafter. Yep. Whatever. Oh, you know, we can't all be twelve and two and all. Well, that. It doesn't. It literally doesn't matter. <laughs> all right, let's talk about something that does matter. Yes. Delmatanzas. This is. Uh, it's so funny because look, I lo- we talked about Delmatanzas in our perfect off season. We are big fans. There was a point where he was the best middle reliever in the sport. Mm-hmm. I think without question, you know, made the All Star team as a middle reliever. I mean, they once had a bullpen of what it was. It was Miller, Batansis. Was Chapman there at that point? Chapman got there. Oh yeah, he was there. Oh, because because the, then they traded them both the yes. same offseason the year the Cubs yes. won the World Series. Yes. So they had Batansis, Miller, and it's <laughs> crazy. Chapman. It's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. Del Batansis is is nuts. Like, just K per nine, crazy, throws 98. Now, when he came back last year, he was only throwing 95, which is kind of worrisome, but I think a full offseason of working out, being healthy, and whatnot, you should see his velocity get back up to 98, 99. Yeah, he is a potentially dominant reliever, and look, he's, he's it seems like looking for a one-year deal, trying to reestablish his value, that makes sense. Achilles tear, you know, we'll see. I, I, I think he's going to be fine, but the Batantis signing is bigger I don't think there's ever been a middle reliever signing that, if it happens, was more impactful than just signing a middle reliever. Listen, wait to see what Robert Stock does this year. No, um, no. I mean, in the sense of if they sign Del Matanzas, it means they're going over the luxury tax. They are. And I honestly believe that going over Del, oh, going over the luxury tax just to sign Del Matanzas would be stupid. Right. I know so like, that means that there's more coming if they do sign Del Matanzas in your eyes. Right, and like, I don't... 
I, I would like to go to the luxury tax, obviously. Um, like, it's the only thing I care about. I even changed my Twitter bio to, there's no chance the Phillies are going over the luxury tax. Yeah. Wait, in hopes I'm of- I'm hoping. That's where I've been actually believing it. So. But- but if we're being honest, going over the luxury tax and just signing Dylan Batances does nothing. Like you're right. just going you're over just the luxury tax. The, you're just starting the clock. You're just going over the luxury tax for no reason. Right. And and again, it's not that the going over the luxury tax really matters in terms of money to John Middleton. If they went over for Batances and a little bit more, like that's nothing money wise. It's the idea that you're starting your clock of of being over the luxury. Right. Tax. It's it's got to be it's got to be Batances or and a big trade or Batances and Ryu or whatever. Like just going over the luxury tax for Batances would be dumb team management but here's the thing and i agree with you and again i'm still at the point where it does it certainly feels like the fact that they're in on batances the brian thing makes sense we'll get to the brian thing more i know we've talked about it but like i need to see it happen before i believe they're gonna go over the luxury tax. see i just think that if i makes so much sense i like how do you build a bullpen go ahead uh, if i'm john if i know john middleton like i think i know john yeah. middleton when he talks, like there is an intensity in his voice, and you're gonna tell me that he's gonna be five million dollars under the luxury tax, and he's gonna look up and down this roster, and he's just gonna he's not gonna just say f it and go and like I just there there is an element of John Middleton f it mode that hasn't been reached yet, but I think as we creep closer and closer and these guys stay out there, even though they're not really staying out there, like he kind of got to act now. Yes, there's there's just. He's gotta just say F it. Like because I agree, but do you, like why though? Why why should we have faith in John Middleton right now? What has he said what has he done to uh, for us other than bring Bryce Harper here, which look that was great, but also a no brainer move on every single level and we all knew it the whole time. I mean, what has John Middleton done? He's put poor people in place to run this team. Yeah, but I mean he's, he he moved on like a maniac at a press conference. I mean, I don't know, like why should I I hope but why should I? Tell me why I should like believe in John Middleton. Well, he moved on from Kapler and then brought in Joe Girardi. That's a big time move. It's good. It's a big yes. time move right there. I that is a good move. They I are. I mean, they are at two hundred. They're around two hundred million dollars. Like you don't just get there by being a cheap owner. Like yeah. the White Sox have all the money in the world, I know, but they're not going. I know, there. but you can't straddle the middle ground either. Like you can't say, all right, well, I'm going to spend some money, but I'm not willing to go over because. Why should I? Uh, or, or whatever. But this team right now is not good enough to win. This team right now, maybe the best thing they've done is gone from fourth to third and then at least. And look, maybe there's a a, a fatigue effect with the Nationals. I could certainly see the Nationals yeah, falling I think, back. I think the Nats are going to finish like they're in the division. I could year. see that. I could really see that. Like maybe they're a wild card team. Like, you know, you, you just want to get there and have a chance. But like realistically, looking at this team, the way it is built right now, if, if they're not going to go over the tax, if they're going to. Add supplementally and and bring in a cheap couple cheap relievers and you know it's Eflin Pavetta and Velasquez <laughs> for the for the you know in the road to one of those guys is definitely in there two of those guys could be in the rotation I mean that's not good enough it's just not well what about this what about stupid money was so dumb to say last year I, I like this theory and, I've heard this theory I like this theory and it hamstrung the organization from a standpoint of communicate or or being able to actually negotiate right. To a standpoint to where teams were like, oh, your owner already said they're going to spend all the money anyway, so just give us whatever we want, and you don't really have a choice in the matter. So right? he's, go- he's he's doing the reverse this year is the idea. That- Putting it out there that they're not going over, making it a little like, tougher. I don't know. I, 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 think you're, I think you're being too hard on the guy. Wow. I just because I think look he, if it weren't for that press conference, I I wouldn't be saying this stuff. But how can we forget that press conference? Like that doesn't just go away. It doesn't just go away. 
But then he responded and brought in Joe Girardi. But that was such an obvious move. Look, he got Girardi to come here. That is great. I give him credit for that. And Joe Girardi was the so... The whole city would have done that. I mean, it's not like... Which it was is fine. Some, uh, to, to, the fact that Matt Klintak still has a job is is an issue for me. The fact that he is putting Klintak in place and trusting the decisions this guy makes is, is a worry. But, but, like, Girardi is a guy that... He would have had a job, whatever he, pretty much Agreed. wherever he wants, whatever sure. he wants to do. He chose here because of what John Middleton said. That's, like, I said, getting Girardi to get here is something. I agree. And I, I, I Girardi to come here does matter to a point. And like, I, I just, I go, I keep on going back to Bryce, and I keep going back to Boris, and I just don't think Scott Boris sends Bryce Harper here to be with an owner that's not going to do what it takes to win. Like, I just think that the Boris thing last year, you don't, you don't promise and lie to Bryce Harper. To try to get him to come to your city and then not fulfill a, a, a promise a year later. But I mean, look, couldn't he say, "I went out and got Didi. I went out and got Wheeler. I, I, I'm making moves. I'm spending money. I got JT for you last off season. Like, what am I not doing? I mean, right? He, he could. To- I mean, he could sell that, but yes. we, no one would really believe it. I agree with you. I, look, I'm not saying. Look, all the tea leaves make it look like there is a real chance they would go over. I and. As we've talked about, and we'll talk about, I think there's a real chance that the Chris Bryant thing is a real thing. Like, it makes a lot of sense. But well, and I think, I'm still, I'm not, my point is, I'm not, Middleton has not earned the benefit of the doubt with me. That's fine. And I don't think he should. And the thing that's most frustrating for me right now, and obviously it's very, it's actually pretty early, and, um, and like, they, there's a lot of moves we made, but obviously they should start making moves because it seems like, Free agents are signing faster and faster, which is great. Uh, it's all. I mean, think about last off season compared. To, it's it's the polar opposite. By I the mean, way, only ninety nine days until opening day. Uh, it's, Under a hundred. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Pitchers and catchers. Even I had sooner. another dream about the Phillies last night. <laughs> yeah, I had another dream. I had another dream. I had a dream that, um, like I don't know, I was on vacation somewhere, and there's nothing like I already said this to you millions of times. Like my favorite version of the Phillies is on vacation Phillies. Like mm-hmm. I watched the Phillies on my honeymoon. Yeah, I wasn't missing we Nola know. Scherzer. Like, what are you crazy? We know. I love watching the Phillies at the beach. Jill is the same. One of my or troubled. I don't know why. She's it. definitely not troubled. <laughs> um, and like one of my biggest one of my one of the things I've thought about a lot was like going and living in like Seattle or Denver and being a Philly sports fan away from Philadelphia because uh-huh. I think that's just a cool thing to do. Just, sure. Um, I'm not really going to do that because I'm very happy with where I am. Yes. But um, like that's always been something I thought was interesting. So I had this dream last night that I was like, I don't know, somewhere on vacation, I for some reason brought every single Phillies article of clothing <laughs> I had. And like I was just... I had they're all like on the floor for some reason. I do hate cleaning my room, uh-huh. um, and I was just looking. For, I couldn't find my Darren Dalton jersey to put on to watch for the game that night because the Darren Dalton jersey was lucky at that point in the season in my fake dream. Um, <laughs> so ipso facto, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yes, your subconscious is telling you. <sighs> I just mm. all right. It's gonna be summer. I'm gonna take a ride home. It's gonna be windows down. You're We're so on good. a train. It's gonna be warm out. I'm gonna get to go home and watch third starter Zach Eflin, oh. fourth starter Jake Arrieta, oh. fifth starter Nikki Breakout, <laughs> oh, breaking out in the fifth slot, breaking out in the fifth slot. But um, um, I don't even know where I was going with that. My main point, you got actually, excited. there really was no point. No, you're just, there was just, no you're point, gonna, but I want to make another the point. The point is, is that you're excited for baseball. I am. That was the point you were trying to make. Very excited. But ninety nine days. That was the point. Ninety nine days. So. The one thing that I keep 
that is driving me the most crazy. And I don't want to overreact too much because I think they are eventually going to go over before the season starts. But the notion that they don't want to go over the luxury tax in the offseason, but will go over it at the trade deadline Uh, is the single most asinine bleeping idea I've ever heard in my life. It's like, oh, well, let's see. Maybe if we're good during the season, then we'll go over it. Hey, Jackwagon, why don't you be better this offseason, go into the season with a real freaking plan, and then at the trade deadline, go over it, just continue to uh, go over it, yes. rather than having a flawed roster heading into the season and hoping and then things, hoping go, things well. go well. Yeah, it's you not a good stupid plan. morons. Yes. They bet. <laughs> don't do it. I, I The way I look, again, and, and I again, no benefit of the doubt, but just from a, a logical, pragmatic standpoint, I don't know how they fill out this roster in a way that will make anyone happy if they're not going to go over the luxury tax before the season starts. I mean, they don't have a bullpen. And we talk all about, like, oh, we need another starter. Oh, we need, you know, Chris Bryant. They don't have a bullpen. You sure? They got nobody out uh, there, Oh, come on. Hector Neris. I'm excited. Who else you got? I'm excited about the bullpen. Yeah, Robert Stock. Really? We're going to put our season on Robert Stock? I'm buying stock, though. <laughs> Man, no, you didn't. <laughs> No, did. Sure did. Oh, no. Sure did. Oh, God. But there's a young, there's a lot of young, interesting dudes that could come up, right. and could help. Okay, sure. Do you feel confident going into the season with those young dudes as the bullpen? Let me just say this: off season, Jack. Excited to see the young dudes. Yeah, August fifteenth, Jack is going to be like. Wh- are you kidding me? Like April fifteenth, you're gonna be like, oh no, this is a gigantic. What mistake. if they're all young and good? <laughs> yeah. Sure, because, yeah, guys Matt Klintak had any role in bringing in here are probably all young and good. Sure. He's had some decent drafts recently. Yeah. Slowly working their we'll way up. See. Um, we'll see. No, they, 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 they definitely are flawed, the bullpen. And the thing that's so frustrating is, like, there's 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 interesting moves to be made. Um, like, Batanzas, regardless, I think if you add Batanzas um, to a back half of, of Neris, Morgan, Alvarez, like, you have uh, some decent guys. There's Sir Anthony coming back. With Alvarez. If, you, if you can go... If you can go seven, eight, nine, lefty, righty, matchup, whatever, and you have Sir Anthony fully healthy, Batanzas fully healthy, Naris fully healthy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jose Alvarez, locked down lefty. So I think, I, you know, I love Jose Alvarez. Sir Anthony, counting on Sir Anthony to be a major part of your bullpen sounds like a bad decision. I'm sorry. Well, it why? just does. Because how often does this work? We've talked about this a hundred times. Oh, uh, until he gets TJ's. I, I just think he's getting TJ surgery. Yeah, and it's gonna happen. That is yeah. Tanaka. It's uh, the only literally, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure there are other ones out there. Tanaka is literally the only guy I can think of who decided to rehab in that situation with the partial tear and has been okay. That's it. Yeah, I mean Richards kind of did the stem cell thing, and then oh, that worked out. He was done. Yeah, it worked out great. Um. Yeah, but like banking on banking on Victor Arano. I've heard Again, so much too. Victor Arano. I, they it's need like, guys, Jack. It's like Victor Arano. I listen. He had, he was fine in eighteen, but like the guy doesn't have stuff. He they like just need guys. They need guys. They need guys. They do need Cole guys. Cole Irvin, Ranger Suarez, all this <laughs> yeah. crap coming out of the bullpen. Like Suarez is not crap. Fine. You know what I'm saying. Like, doesn't it's have not great good. Stuff, but it's yeah. Oh, that, it's not an issue though. Yeah. It's good that he's a bullpen guy that doesn't have great stuff in 2020. It's great. They got Robert Stock. Yes. Buying Stock. So, <laughs> not a, you can't do that again. One time. It's a one time only. No more. Stop it. All right. Okay. Um, so, all right. Back to, to the genesis of this conversation. The idea that I do think I understand pragmatically that 
going over the tax just makes a lot of sense for where they are for where they're at in this situation whether it's sad starting <laughs> bitching whether it's sad bullpen guys whether it's to make a chris bryant trade we're a week since we last recorded more or less we talked a little bit about the bryant trade then where are you at with it now are you starting to the juice is flowing where are you at uh yeah i <coughs> i think bryce are uh, <laughs> chris, i think chris bryant the phillies um it makes it just makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of things on paper that make a lot of sense. His relationship with Bryce is massive. Um, I don't think you'd have the concern of him not signing long term. Mm-hmm. Like I see no reason why they couldn't trade for him and almost, you know, whether they do the real Muto thing where they wait a year and then sign him next offseason or they do it right away. But like seven two ten, put it at seven two ten. It's thirty million dollars a year over seven years. Pays him through age thirty five. Sure. Like that, that is I mean, I'd like to see him have another good season. Dude, even to when, be fair. But even when he had a bad season in twenty eighteen with a shoulder injury, he's a career OPS over nine hundred. Like he's been over nine hundred. Really, no, again, but he's only had one great season. Yeah, but dude, it's even it's even like it's a, he's a two eighty five. He's a great he's a really good player. Three eighty. Like, yes, and the potential, as we know, is MVP level type player. I'm not saying he's not worth the won't be. I don't believe he'll be worth the contract. But I'm saying if I'm going to give him the money, I'd let you know. I don't think there's any reason to do it now. Well, the fact of, the fact of the matter is that he's not Rendon. He's not Arenado. Right. Um. He's not Matt Chapman. Uh, Agree. Am I forgetting any third baseman? Like Donaldson's old, so obviously he's yeah. not in that. And, in and that tier by anymore. the way, the idea of giving Donaldson four years sounds like as much of a disaster yeah. as I could possibly. Hell on earth. Um, That's crazy. I think there might be one. Eugenio more Suarez, but. I would, yeah, but I wouldn't. He's not going to, like, yeah. I'm talking, like, Arenado, Arenado, Rendon, and Matt Chapman are all $200-plus million third basemen. And I think I think Chris Bryant is right below those guys but could get into that tier with some more elite off- offensive seasons. The defensive metrics haven't been great at third base, no, but I think he not. can. But he can play oh, third Devers, base. Oh, Devers would be in that group. Yeah, you think he's going to have 200-plus million? Eventually, he's twenty-two. Really? It's not gonna happen for a while. Yeah, I guess he's one of the best hitters in baseball already. I, in terms of just pure hitters, yeah. like I think I would take if you if I had to go into a season, you say, all right, pick a guy to win a batting title. Him and Rendon would be my top two choices. Dude, Raphael Devers is so good. He's like a pure hitter. Like you watch, like I feel like, and I again, you know, I'm like a, my two TVs, and I get weird and watch the package a lot. <laughs> package, I. Raphael Devers, it felt like literally every time I saw him step to the plate, he got a hit. Like, and I know that wasn't real, but it felt that way. It felt like every time he stepped up the plate, I was like, oh, another hit. But here's the thing. Like, he got like 320-something. No, I, I know Devers is good. He just also was bad the year before and whatever. But I do think like, I would rather have Chris Bryant than Manny Machado. Ooh, I forgot about Machado. I don't think I would. I'd rather Machado. I'd rather have Chris Bryant. I mean, Machado's I'd, a thousand times better defender. Yes, I would rather have Chris Bryant at seven two ten than uh, Manny at ten years. That for sure, that's fair. I would agree with that. Um, so, like, I just think he's in that uh, that tier a little bit below. But like, all right, he had the one bad season in in, in twenty eighteen. He's he had the shoulder. I'm not trying to, to, no, but to like, crap but like, on Chris Bryant. I think he's a great player. I'm just saying. Like, but in, all right, how about this? Three. All right, every, you know how people were worried about Bryce Harper before he got here, mm-hmm. whatever. And this year, he was good. Yeah. He should. He'll be better, I think. Yes, but I like, we don't have those same concerns. Like three of the last four years. 2016, 2017, and 2019, he batted 292, 295, 282, and had a slugging over 500, 520 in all those seasons. Like he's a legit <laughs> offensive a, superstar. Yes, he's a very good hitter. And I think it's been a little bit underrated. And I do think coming here would even elevate those numbers even more. I think it's possible. I the reason why I want Chris Bryant so much, and I open this offseason talking about it, like 
I think they need to add another blue chipper to this team. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you win a championship without at least three blue chippers on the offensive side. Uh, offensive side. Um, Bryce is a blue chipper. I think Bryant's a blue chipper. Real Muto is a blue chipper just because of what he brings he's a defensively. Catcher, yes, but he's not a blue chip offensive player. He's a great offensive player for, for a, a catcher. catcher. Correct. Yes. Um, and Hoskins is, not, is a tier I mean, below. And yeah, I, he's but just I, not. But I think people are too down on Look, Hoskins. I agree. I, I am not as down as others on Hoskins, and I think we've seen him be very consistent in the majors and be a close-to-blue-chip type hitter at times, but he's not a blue-chip hitter. No, yes. he's not. But there's ability to be a tier below blue-chip. Yeah, he's a really great offensive But I think if you add it to a lineup of, let's say, let's just go around the diamond. You have Real Muto, Hoskins, Segura, Didi, Bryant, McCutcheon, Hazley, Harper. That's a freaking well, dynamite offense. Kingery, Kingery, Harper, Hazley over Kingery? All right, Kingery. Yeah, Kingery and which is even better. I mean, Kingery's a better hitter than Hazley right now. Kingery is, and... I mean, that's a that's an insane offense. That's an insane offense. It's a great offense. The thing is, and the thing that I... I I don't know. Like It's, it's just so tough. It's not that tough to work through what a trade package would look like. It would probably start with Bone. It would just be, yeah, Bone I, would be the, the centerpiece of the trade. And I think Spencer Howard is untouchable. But I agree. I would do everything in my power, including trading Scott Kingery, to not put Alec Bohm. It's not going to happen. But Kingery is a guy the Cubs theoretically should be going after because of the contract. contract, He's one of the best in baseball. Because of the contract. So if you can get Kingery's a great asset. He's a great asset. But he's just he's not blue chip enough. I mean, at least Bohm could be a blue chipper theoretically. Could be uh, the offensive offensive side. side, Yes, offensive side. So I would just do everything in my power not to have to put Bohm in the deal. Um, I, I think he, uh, Bohm's going to have to be in the deal. There is no way they're getting Chris Bryant without Bohm or Howard in the deal. They're just not. Yeah. Now, the reason why... There are too many suitors. There are too many other teams will be in them. There's too many suitors. Well, there's not... There's, enough. There's enough suitors, especially suitors who have real assets. I mean, the Braves are going to be a suitor. But what the Braves don't have, what the Rangers don't have, what the Twins don't have, and the Phillies do have, is the ability to take on one of those contracts. Exactly. So... With the, if the Cubs want just blue chip talent, if they just want blue chip talent saying, to replace, like, take Hayward back and not give up Boom if you can, something like that is what you're trying to say. Like, right. or even, the, or even it comes down to if they can just get the player. Like, if it's just if they would rather have the Braves package of players and just get the blue chip talent back, uh, and it comes down to that, or the Phillies offer of Boom plus taking back the Lester deal, like it may, they they have the ability to have that over the Braves, which right. which the Braves don't have. Right. So the Braves may have the top-of-the-line blue-chip talent that's like Kristen Pache. I mean, again, ability, and then we have to see Middleton do it. But I think in this I, situation... Right. That's the one that's that's yeah. worrisome with Middleton. Is yes. I don't think he... I'm worried he wouldn't take on one of the massive contracts. Now, Hayward should be untouchable. I wouldn't touch Hayward with a 10-foot pole. Me either. I mean, that contract is an abject disaster. Disaster. Lester would be awesome. Not that John Lester's good anymore, but, but it's it's twenty five million next year. And I I look I, I I said this to you off the the show when we were talking about this idea. And John Lester is not good anymore, but I would absolutely hand that guy the ball in a playoff game in any situation. I mean, that guy has been so great in the playoffs and had so many big moments that on a team with starters who I right now certainly in terms of like playoff experience and stuff, there's no one I really. I mean, I know Ariad has pitched him in games, but. <laughs> I don't want Area to win your mound in a playoff game. I would hand the ball to John Lester in a playoff game, and I'd feel okay about it. Well, you said any offseason. Let's see what the regular yeah, season looks like. Yeah, and then he has a five like. ERA, and I'm like, oh, screw this guy. Yeah, sure. But his career, I mean, his career ERA in the postseason is like 2-3. He is one of the best postseason pitchers of our lifetime. That's not talked about at all. 
No, it never mentioned. Like not en- not enough. Yeah, I would say. Agree. Um, so I would love to take back a Lester deal to kind of relax on how much um, how much we're giving up prospect wise for 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 Chris Bryant. Um, Darvish is interesting. It seems like they're not going to move him, but I agree, he's interesting. It's like everything I've read. It seems like that he's that. It, and look, you never know what can happen, but it seems like they're not going to move on. From they're Darvish. buying the second half. Yeah. That's what I've read. So Darvish would just be like they'd pay him this year, next year. They they'd have to pay him until 2023. Same with Hayward. Lester, you'd be out of the contract after next season, which is why it's more attractive. But it takes off 25 million off the books for them, which I'm sure that they would love to do. He does have a full no trade clause. Which, it's so weird. All these big market teams being like, yeah, let's just blow things up because it's too expensive. It's like stop cheaping out. Man. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, not that the Cubs, we'll never. We we yeah. I, I mean, we'll it, never I do say that. that. Yeah. I, I've granted the Cubs ownership clearly is is the worst for many reasons. Yeah. So not a fan, no. not a fan of the Cubs ownership. Is. Yes, um, but the, the getting back, getting back Bryant and Lester would just take care of so many like issues with this team. Mm-hmm. Like you get a you get a, a lefty for the rotation, which people seem to be enamored with. Which I, again, I don't care about. Neither of us. And I have. thought I thought Girardi in the bullpen. Obviously, it matters. Like, what do you need? A, what does it matter? Right. What, what does it matter? Why do you need a lefty starter? I don't get it. I know it's crazy. Um, oh, it, it gives them a different look. Really, really, these major league hitters like they see a lefty the night after seeing a righty, it totally throws their like. I don't think so. Yeah, and just 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 get them like a uh, you know, I don't know it's it's it doesn't make any sense to me. Just get guys with stuff. That's what we always said. Yes, and then you you add in Chris Brown. And obviously, like Chris Bryant, like I've I've watched a lot of Chris Bryant highlights, but, and I've watched yeah, shocking. Did you, have you ever seen the sports interview with him and him and Bryce? No, oh, they're great? just best friends. Uh, well, that that and you talked about this with the DD signing, and I and I think we might have even mentioned with Bryant, but I do think that you can't underrate the culture aspect of it, the idea of bringing Bryce's best buddy in here, and the fact that they like each other. And Real Muto, you could just see like those three guys that Real Muto like being like. Not just buddies, but like leaders and growing together, and 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 there being like a real core to this team from a culture perspective. Uh, I'm with you. And then you add in Girardi. Yeah, who's like, man? I'm just saying, for this city would fall in love like hard with the baseball team with Bryant. I know Bryant. I know Harper, Real Muto. I know Kingery. Yes, Didi. Girardi, McCutcheon, they're fun. Man. McCutcheon, dude, we, we we're not even factoring McCutcheon, who's like the best guy ever. I know. I told you he's my favorite Philly last year, and then he got hurt like two weeks later. I was like, whoops. Like this team would be so like. He was my favorite player on the team last year. I think uh, the person I enjoyed watching the most last year while they were on the team, just from every aspect, from likability, from the way they went about their business a lot, was Andrew McCutcheon. And now you're adding Didi to it. I know. Did you watch the press conference? Yeah. I love Let's that. Let's talk guy. about the press comments real quick. What were your takeaways? My takeaways is they're not done yet. I, and was, I I saw you tweet that. I hope you're right. Did I you? Hope. But did you have the same takeaway when you watched it? I, I so I watched it later. I didn't watch what was happening. It happened during my show. But well, that's pretty bad dedication on your yeah, part. Yeah. Well, you know, I I'm, I, I actually it, focus on my show when I'm not when I'm producing. I'm not. Yeah. Like Why? Well, I don't do that yeah, at all. Yeah. I'm not like you know whatever. Um. But I uh, I I understand what you're saying. It, it did feel that way. I just look. I didn't think. I thought it was. I thought Clentag was better there than he's been in other spots. Did you notice the gray That's hair? Not saying much. No, I didn't. Is he is he aging he's through this process? Got a little process? gray going. I could see that. Love it. I mean, he's pouring over the numbers. Yes, yes. He's aging. Through, I think it's more the stress is aging. Yes. But um, I did. If I had to say, I didn't get it as strong as you. It wasn't like I walked away and was like, oh my god, they're clearly going to spend more. Oh no. I got the feeling that they're willing to. It was more like, hey. 
we are willing to do more things if those things make sense was kind of the feel that I got. I get that. I get this. I get the same kind of thing. But I just think with Didi saying we're not done making moves. I like that. I like that a lot. We're not done making moves. Uh, Clintac answering the luxury tax question and being like, they've told us to be opportunistic. Yes. I think opportunistic would mean- It's a, a good cr- word for it. Would mean Chris Bryant. Like, I, my if I could trust John Middleton with one thing, it's that that guy wants to get stars here. And if all it takes is, again, this is, I don't know if people know this. I feel like we should probably just get it out there again. <laughs> again. If they go over the freaking luxury tax, it's paying a $3 million yes. penalty. That's what, it is yes. paying it's freaking change. Jason Vargas. Uh, dude, and not even that. Don't even think about it in Jason Vargas terms. Think about it in terms of how much money John Middleton has. The the billions. Yeah, and then think about the fans, man. <laughs> it's like basically- I work nine to five. It's like, honestly, it's like for, for, for a normal person, and I-, I I'm, Guessing at the number, but I would guess it's something like ten bucks or something like that. To a normal, I'm not even kidding. Like, that's do you understand? That's the, pretty crazy. Do you understand the difference between a million and a billion? Like, not in ter- really. Was yeah. <laughs> it nine hundred ninety nine million? In terms of, uh, dude, I don't think you like. There's a lot. A of, billion's a lot. You can, Have you ever thought there's about really cool like little things where you're like you can you could do this with a million dollars and you could do this like this many more times. But like, there's a lot of that type of stuff out there. I'm telling you, like, I someone put out the numbers for what it would be. I, I'm sure we can find it. Where it's like, I think it is like it's like five to ten dollars for an average person have you ever thought about have you ever thought about like a trillion sure it's it's not 199 billion it's a lot i'm just saying i don't think you understand just how much more how's that math for you in terms of of dollars and like what it really feels like i'm telling you I think it's like ten bucks or a hundred bucks or something like that. But oh, regardless, let's lay it out more while you're looking at that. You look that they up. Go yeah, over, they go over the luxury tax. Is a, it is $3 million just by going over it, which is whatever, right? Stupid, doesn't matter. I'll just do math. And then, and then there's another luxury tax threshold of $240 million, where if you go over that, that's when you start dropping draft picks, and no one wants that. Like, I don't want John Middleton to go $250 plus million or whatever, because I want to keep our draft slot, because I've been doing a lot of draft research, James, and there's so many guys that I want, and let me get this out there right now. They're going to get an absolute freaking stud at 15. I think the player that goes to 15 this year really? would have been a top 10 pick in last wow, year's draft. Wow, really? There are some freaking I love that monsters you're up the, in this draft. The draft is in June. Oh, dude. If I could fast forward to June whenever, 16th, I feel like, um, I could. I would do it. I can't do math. I don't feel like doing yeah, it right we're, we're Someone will tell us. It's somewhere between 10 and $100. Either way, it's nothing. Nothing. Um, so then there's a $240, thing, $240 million tax which is so there's no additional tax from 208 million to 240 million. It's just a matter not if you want to be cheap or you want to help your team win. So, um it's frustrating that they don't that well they, I I still think they're going to go over it. Yeah. I still I think they're going to go over it. But the luxury tax thing, that's why that's why it doesn't make any sense not to go over it now and then, you know, be better positioned for the trade deadline. Yeah, I'm with you. I I'm I just need to see it. I just need to see it. I know. That's so sad. Uh, it is sad. Where's all your hope gone? Is it because you're up a lot of hours? You get like four hours of sleep, like all your ho- all your hopes tired, lost? Jack. It's been sucked out of me, Jack. No. No, well, it, when Zoe turns like four, it, though, well, like, well, your I hope said, will come back. I, I don't forget what it felt like at the end of the season and the press conference and Matt Clentag and all of it. I'm all not, he said, I'm not past it, Jack. All he said was that he's not a potted plant. 
Yes, true. I, and I so still what? don't believe it. So what if Howard Eskin asked him about prospects and he spent 11 minutes talking about the bullpen? <laughs> oh, man. I just don't understand why you're so worried about the bullpen when they had the fourth lowest bullpen ERA in the point. second half you're of right. baseball I'm good. last year. I'm good. I'm no, good. you seem too worried. You know, <laughs> oh, you seem too worried. This 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 team can identify bullpen talent. They found Mike Morton. You forget that. Oh, my God. You forget that. <laughs> what else you got? I'm um, not, my list is done. Your list is done? My list is done. Are thirty-one minutes in this podcast? I know. I do, wait, what do you want me to do? It's December. My list is Dude, done. It's December. What else you got on your list? I made a list. Did you check it twice? Yeah. I spilled coffee on myself Actually, this morning. I heard. I, saw, was you, I awful. saw you tweet about it. It was awful. Like li- first time I've ever really spilled coffee on myself. What do you mean the first time you've ever spilled coffee? Oh, like hot? Like oh, I got you. I yeah. Like hot ass coffee. Got you. Okay. Like really. Oh wow. So what happened? So I was. So I put my coffee. <laughs> it's my fault. I put my coffee. <laughs> of course, it's your fault. I put my coffee on the couch. Uh-huh. I put it in a crease oh, in the couch. It, moronic move. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> so I put. It works every day. Okay, but I put the coffee in between the couch and the crease in the couch. Yeah. And then I had to go to the bathroom, and I stood up too quickly, or I moved around, yes. and, it, and it fell all over me. So you do this every day? Yeah. You're gonna stop doing it now? No. <laughs> Not until I do it again. Not until I do it again. Um, one thing that is is driving me a little bit crazy about the the pitching staff that they are kind of seemingly leaking out a little bit. Um, yeah, is it, yeah, it's not great. The leaks about the pitching staff. <laughs> <laughs> not what we want to hear. But like, can we stop with this whole Zach Eflin? Like, they they don't even factor in Zach Eflin as like a question mark. Oh, he's a lock. It's freaking crazy. Yes. Like, I, like they're just assuming that because he had good a good six starts with. Or good, he had a good seven starts to finish the season. Two were against the Marlins. Two were against the Mets. He got rocked by the Nationals in one of them, and the, he had two good Brave starts. That's enough for them to be like, mm, yeah, he's our three. It's and then like the, the whole banking on Arietta thing. And, and 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 seriously, I mean, I'm not even kidding. The fact that Vince Velasquez is even a discussion point, again, like that we're again. like that there is a real possibility that. Vince Velasquez is either competing for or having a rotation spot is like F you if you do that to us. I'm telling you, I'll be livid if if I'm watching Vinny Velo try and win a rotation spot. I'm not in for that. <laughs> I won't do it. I'm not in. And can I just say this right now, and I will not change my stance on this one bit. Okay. I will not buy into spring training baseball. Yeah, okay. I'll believe that when I see it. Which is more likely? Me not buying into spring training results or John Middleton going over the luxury tax? I think uh, John Middleton. Flying over the luxury tax? Yeah, I'm flying over it. You are locked in. (laughs) Did you see what he did today? Uh, He was three for four. Laced one into the outfield. God. Get me to spring training. Get me uh, to spring training. Did you see what Pavetta did? Oh my god. Oh, uh, dude. Spring training Pavetta. There's Oh, you know what we're gonna miss out this year? What? Oh, uh, just kinda set in for me. I'm sad now. You know what we're gonna miss this year in spring training? What? Spring training Mike Hill. Oh a tradition unlike any it's other. It's gonna be real sad. Best you know, shape of his life. You know who's not sad about that? What? Me. Why? Because I don't want to miss Bye Mike! You don't miss the tank shots? Bye, Mikey! When his le- his, uh, he's a close stance in spring training, and then all of a sudden, two <laughs> weeks into the season? The thing, well, uh, when no one when he gets some shot somewhere and fails there, and then he doesn't have a job, maybe they can get him to just be a perpetual spring training guy, and he'd just be there every every spring, just hanging out, and just being a fun guy everyone likes. Yeah. Um. Another thing I don't want to take away from the press conference. Actually, there's two other things from the press conference. Okay. Um. One, 
I love Joe Girardi. <laughs> like, I just, I love yeah. that guy. All in on Girardi. Like, he is just, you can just see guys wanting to play for that guy. He's a baseball guy. And the fact that Didi came here for him, it feels like he's trying to sell uh, Batanzas on coming here. Yeah, buddy. Um, it feels like, the, the nice thing about Batanzas is he wants to stay East Coast, and I think the Dodgers are the biggest threat mm-hmm. um, for him. Um, but, like. Dodgers already stole Blake training from us. Yeah, so. it hurts. It hurts. But uh, Girardi, just, I, I. I can't wait to see how this team plays with them. Like Gabe, I didn't think it was as bad as people made it out to be, but I just they I th- definitely didn't fight for Gabe. No, I feel like they could fight for Jerome. There's going to be a different level of yeah of team. intensity, yeah. excitement. Yeah, I mean, dude, the twenty the twenty seventeen Yankees were not projected to be that great heading into yeah, the season. No, he got him one one away from the World again, Series again. He that we've read that roster, that Marlins roster. Yeah, they won like seventy four games with or whatever. With a fifteen million dollar payroll. It's, it is. It is. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Honestly, it's more impressive than someone winning a hundred wins with some great team. Like way more impressive. That's why well, he won Manager of the Year, he, and he deserved it. He legit deserved it. Um, my other main takeaway from the press conference was that um, Zach Wheeler tr- chose Philadelphia because of our analytics department. No, which is hilarious he to did me. Not. Yes, he did. I don't believe it. Did you read Salisbury? I don't believe it though. Salisbury's like, I guess Wheeler was like, yeah, we didn't really touch on that stuff. Um, in New York, and I'm excited to see all the stuff they laid out for me here. And he also <laughs> he didn't said, choose it because he chose it because his wife wanted to live in New Jersey. Let's be yeah, real. But let's be real. Philly's analytics department. Some are saying next Indians. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Next Dodgers. Sure. Next Rays. Uh, next next Yankees. You think who are they? Next there? Yankees. No. No, you don't see it. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, either way, uh, Zach Wheeler did talk a lot about him being the next hey, Garrett Cole. In case you know, John Middleton's the reason they're here, and he and he's very serious about it. Yes. Um. Uh. But if it is that he's buying into the analytics and he's going to actually buy into what they tell him, I am fully prepared to talk myself all the way you, into Zach you, Wheeler. The excitement, your your ability to just. Jump in is oh, really impressive. Very it's, excited for Zach. I know it's good. I think I think we're gonna get. You remember when Kurt Schilling came here and they taught him the splitter, and all of a sudden he turned into Kurt Schilling. You asking me something that I was alive for and you weren't? I forgot that was okay. in high school for you. Yes, yeah, right. High school. All right, what else you got? I think it's insane that the Nationals' backup plan for not getting Josh Johnson is rumored to be Mike Alvarado. I know. Well, I also like where it's like the teams that are in our Donaldson, it's like Chris Bryan is also their backup plan. It's like, what kind of backup plan is Chris Bryan? That's your main plan. Like, I understand that you have to give up assets for one and not the other, but if you're in on Chris Bryan, you're in on Chris Bryan. Signing a 33-year-old third baseman to a three- or four-year deal should not be your plan one if you're going to be in on Chris Bryant. We have not celebrated enough that we no longer have to face Anthony Rendon a ton. Yeah, well, we said that in the moment, but it's it's pretty great. It's pretty it's great. Just, I was sick and tired of the back Me too. Hands. All of them. The guy was so good. He's so good. It's so sad he's going to waste away with Mike Trout and yeah. Los Angeles. Mike Trout, the traitor. Traitor. <laughs> totally I mean, a traitor. Get out of here. We didn't want you anyway. Um, what else do I have? Teens are calling in on Nick Pavetta. Oh, man. <laughs> Let me just say right now, mistake to trade him. <laughs> unless, Not interested. Thank you. Unless, unless, I can see a team like the Indians or the Yankees. I like take a, shot. a smart team taking a shot. That's, of course. Yeah. So smart oh, teams do. He's got stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, listen, I'm just saying... If Nick Pavetta gets traded, he's going to get traded for more than people think. Okay. I like that. That's that's more of what I wanted to say. 
Chance Adams got released by the Yankees today. I'd like the Phillies to take a shot on him. Okay. Brian Barber, obviously, the Yankees connection. Certainly. Girardi. Makes he sense. He was a former top prospect. Who he was. A very top prospect. Shelled everywhere he's gone. I think that's it. Any final thought? I don't think I, I don't think I have anything written down on final thoughts. That was kind of just me going off the whim there. I, that was good. It was okay. I had to get a lot out there. You did good, buddy. I, I, I think I did good. I did good. <laughs> You didn't do bad. Let's say that. I wrote a whole article on Chris Bryant. Yeah, check out his article on Chris Bryant. Got a lot of, a lot of clicks. Jackie Page views. Jackie Page views. Dude, we're talking like serious clickage. I'm really excited for you, man. Anyway, my final thought is trade for Chris Bryant. Yes. Please. Yes. I just, I cannot, I cannot get the thought out of my head of how fun this team would be if it is, if you have just a core of Bryant, Harper, Real Muto, Didi, McCutcheon, Hazley, Sash, Kingery, um, ho- bounce back Hoskins fun it's a fun ass team and you have Wheeler and Nola the two best starters in the NL um, <laughs> at the one two punch bounce back Arietta, brand new Pavetta I mean we're rolling <sighs> rate review the podcast. god the offense would be un- unbelievable <laughs> they would score eight runs a night and we said that last I year so I'm this not is different. rate it in a little bit no can't <laughs> god come on Johnny rate and review the podcast bring me Chris it means a lot to Jack we're and 600 reviews, by the way. Are we or really? 600 uh, ratings. Okay. 600. Keep them coming. We got stuff planned for you for that. I'm already, I already can't wait for High Hopes Night uh, next year. Me too. And and in that spirit, happy holidays to everybody. Oh, yeah. Who knows what will happen next week. We might be here. We might not. I'm off a couple days. So yeah, so am I. Probably yeah. take next week off and then maybe bring it back next week. <sighs> Been taking off a lot. Of well, we'll see what happens. I think there might we be no... taking a single week off. What are you talking about? When no, we, we took off. We took off the week before Thanksgiving. No, we we halved it. We kind of took it off, but we also did like a, it was like a ten day thing. We also did back to back podcasts. That's true. Yeah, um, made up for it. Let's just say, I think a Chris Bryant deal might come down between Christmas and January. Well, then 1st. we will definitely be recording. Yeah. So uh, I think we'll record either way. Okay. Well, happy holidays. If yeah. we don't talk to you, how about that? And we really appreciate you. Oh. We really do. Like, I just, whenever I deal with, and I love the callers of WIP, I love fans of other things that we do and stuff, but but there's no one like the High Hopes listener. Oh, I met a High Hopes listener on the train last yes, week. Yes, you told me about that it. That was amazing. Yes. Um, uh, he had His awesome- wife was apparently super embarrassed that he was talking to you on the train. <laughs> She's like, well, is that guy like an, af- an athlete or something? No, he just, just hosts a podcast. What is it's happening? Happened. He had an awesome like seventies trucker Phillies hat that very I was cool. very jealous that he had. Um invited me to play in a baseball league on Sunday nights, but nice. I'm not over thirty, so I can't play in it. <laughs> you are not over thirty. No. I'm well over thirty. You are you are screaming towards forty, buddy. No. Flying towards forty, someone said. I'm flying. All right. So anyway, the point is, we love you. We and do appreciate love you. It. Seriously, I, it's an awesome uh, group of people who listen to this podcast, and you deserve who, you deserve presents under the yes, tree who, and, and, and whatever. And have fun with else. us, and 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 you know, text your family th- to terrify them, and then just say Bryce Harper got signed, and come hang us I hope night, and listen. do all this cool stuff. So we just at the end of, the, of of a fun year, minus some not fun baseball at times. I just want to say thanks. I want to say thanks, too. And let me just say this. Listen, giving the gift of high hopes. 
Ah, it's a good thought. It's not the worst I idea like in the world. Head's at right like now. you could just say, yeah, you, you could say, go under the tree, have their phone, hit the subscribe this button. It's a great idea. Yeah, hit the subscribe I mean, button. Who needs actual presents when you could give people high hopes? Give the gift of high hopes this, this holiday season. This is great. Yeah, I, I like that. Send us your videos of your of your uh, of you forcing <laughs> oh, someone else to subscribe. <laughs> I love seeing the videos of people forcing it themselves does, to subscribe. Jack- yeah, I have a string of them. Just Dak, text me. I got another one. Got yeah. another one. There, uh, give the gift of high hopes this season. I like that. It'll, give the gift of high hopes. If you if you have a Phillies fan in your life, Phillies fans that you know are to love it. I mean, come on. Who who couldn't love this podcast? <laughs> who couldn't love this podcast? So give the gift of high hopes this holiday season. I like that. Yes, I, I'm gonna have to tweet that out. A thousand you times. I think it's a good thing. So until then, give the gift of high hopes. And I hope that everyone holiday gets Chris season. Bryan under their trees. Me too. That we can all and not trees, but in the in this we holiday season, we get it. We get it. So I didn't take any offense. All right. <laughs> He's Fred. Some seltzer. We'll see you later.